Can you describe in just a couple of sentences, whatever, the sort of problems you were facing? The sort of stuff that was, what's this case about? What sort of problems were, were you experiencing with your neighbour? Unsavoury visitors, getting disturbed all night, all hours. Dealers turning up. It was, it was about drugs, night. it was a yeah. drugs case. Yeah, drugs, sorry. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, was it during the day as well? Did people come during the day? Oh, yeah. 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 So it was all the time. People yeah. coming and going. Five or six times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Were there the same people coming or, or strangers? There were. Or? there were a lot of them. But yeah, you, you saw them you on a regular yeah. The same faces. Mm -hmm. On a regular basis. How long did this all go on for? How long was it? Well, it was oh. ever since I lived there. Four about years. Four years, isn't it, Pat? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Since he came, the day he came. Yeah. The day he came. Yeah. Um, was it frightening or were there were it just annoying, disturbances and nuisances? Annoying. Annoying. Yeah. yeah. But then it got worse because nobody was saying anything. They were getting away with it. You know, it got where they were coming up, they were parking the cars there, they were taking stuff out of the car, they were cleaning the cars there. Um, nobody could walk down pavement, they'd take boxes out of the cars, stolen goods, besides the drugs. There were loads of stolen equipment. And then you'd get everyone then coming down to the house, have you got this, have you got that? And they've knocked on my door sometimes. People that's come and not known, oh, go to Damien. They've come down, knocked on, does Damien live here? No. Are all your front doors close together? Yes, like, yeah. yeah. It's not like gardens or something, no. so you're all quite... Well, there's a garden, but it's, it's all open, open it's communal. Yeah. All open plan. You know, yeah. um, and it just got worse over the last couple of years, whether he were taking more drugs and he got worse himself. Yeah. Uh, but he just felt that he, he thought he could do what he wanted, that there was a rule for him, and we didn't have any say in anything that went off. Could you talk to him? Did you tell him? Yeah, you yes, time? yeah. Time. We've told him and told, told him, him and told him and told, told him. told him to his face. Damien, I wish you were dead. I wish you'd really crawl away and go die somewhere. Yeah. I know you don't like me, Wendy, but can I borrow a cup of sugar? Yeah. What? Thick-skinned. Nothing sinks. Nothing sinks in. Did he accept what he was doing or he just didn't care? Or? He just didn't, he didn't care. care. He didn't care. He didn't care. Yeah, he'd admit that he was doing it. I mean, he couldn't not admit that he was doing it. Hmm. You know, I mean, I've seen him injecting. Literally. Seen him doing it. Yeah. I was going to ask you what was the worst thing you witnessed, but that that must be pretty one of the worst things mm. to, to see that happening. Yeah. Was there any danger to yourself directly? Did we we were you all any attacked or hurt or? Threatened. Threatened. Don't mess with these dealers. Yeah. They're hard guys. These from Bradford. You'll regret they won't it. Stand for it. They'll kill you. They'll put your windows you, through. You'll go up in flames really? in your sleep. Yeah. Your car windows will be put yeah. through. And yeah. All this crap. Yeah. But to hear it is frightening, isn't it? It didn't bother well, me. Well, I weren't frightened. I weren't frightened. <laughs> no. It didn't bother me at all. Okay. I think you've I'd got have to. I'd tipped him out of his wheelchair and I would have stamped on his head till he were dead. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I hated yeah. him that much. Hated him. Mm. You get to a state where you've got to do something, or move. Yeah. Or both. Or both. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it, you can't live like that. 
all your life. You just can't live like that. It's what, horrendous. What then changed? What, what did change? How did, the, how did this end? How, what happened that made this case end? It just got, it just got worse. It just got didn't it? When the CID men came. Yeah. He yeah. tried. Yeah. He tried. It was reported to the police. <laughs> he tried to say that he'd been tied up in his wheelchair and oh, that he'd had did. his money stolen. And so he was trying to claim all his DHSS money back, wasn't it? Mm. And the CID crime squad, squad came and they didn't believe his, his eye-footing, little yeah. convoluted story. Yeah. And the CID men came, crime squad came, they took all the fingerprints, they took evidence, and it all went pear-shaped on him. Right. Because he thought, if I tell them I've been tied to my wheelchair, they're going to believe me and that I'm going to get some more money. And it didn't act that way. So he claimed that he'd been kidnapped. Yeah. Or he'd been <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's what he did. Yeah. So, that, so then the police really took an interest and targeted him. They took him away from there, yeah. that day, and he was he was that he was taken down to Dewsbury from yeah. about the the police came, didn't they? Various police came, and CID came, and they took fingers fingerprints, and the, and they took plastic bags and crimes crime scene were there, Oldie, and they right. took him away, and then he came back at about four o'clock, wasn't it? Yeah. Now? Yeah. And then they came back the next day and we all thought, what's all this about? And it all backfired because he thought he was so clever that he was going to be able to say that and they'd believe him. And I'm afraid it didn't work that time. And that's how they still, caught him. Is that, was that, did he, he came back and lived there for a bit or was that the last time you saw him? I oh, know, no, he no, stayed he was, there, he was still, he was still there, yeah, wasn't he? Was he was on bail or whatever. He was, no, he, was, he came back. He came back, hours. he was there about a week. Yeah. yeah. And he knew... It, and then we must have started legal action. No, the, the, he knew that all this was going on yeah. before that day with mm. police, mm. right? Yeah. And he came up with this idea that... Um, first, he says to me, I'm going to Portugal for a month's holiday. And I thought, really? You know, there was no way that that was going to happen with him, right? And then a couple of days after it was, I'm going into drug rehab. Because he knew that there were pressure on him from, from this. And it was, I think he was told that it was better for him to move himself rather than let it go to court and get a conviction against him and he wouldn't get another place. So he's been sat with his druggy mates, talking it all over, because there were an incident with that car in Bradford as well. Police were after him for that. And he went out one morning and said, he let, uh, what they call him, take his dog, Lyndon, look after me dog. I'm going to drug rehab. So in Nottinghamshire somewhere, the next thing we heard, uh, he went up on borders of Scotland and the next minute he's somewhere else and now he's in Clackheaton. So he'd done a runner, he'd planned it to get away yeah. from it, from everything. Mm. He knew he didn't want to go to court because he knew he'd got big problems, not just with this, <coughs> with everything. Yeah. It's just like the game was up. 
Yes, yeah, yeah. It got drug dealers. It got drug dealers anti-coming for him. No, no, there was too much pressure being piled on him. Looking back, do you think there's anything you would have done differently? Is there something you've, looking back now and learning whether perhaps we could have done something sooner, you, you know, individually as neighbours, or do you think it's actually just, it was, there was nothing else you could do? You just, is there anything that you would have Originally, we knew that it was, Dealing with drug dealers, we knew he was a drug addict. I think I probably kicked off more because I were next door to him. And yeah. I were getting woke up all night. Yeah. 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 It probably was me that kicked it off. I think you instigated yeah. it. Yeah. Because I just had enough. I were tearing my hair out. And do you, do you do you think you could have done that or should have done that sooner? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And why didn't you? I don't know, because I suppose I did try and get on with him, tried talking to him, and yeah. he agreed with everything I said. Yeah. And then, can I borrow your phone and run his dealer? And I'm like, yeah. he would think, he would just totally, his brain were puddled, yeah. brain dead, brain damaged. It just, you couldn't get through to him, could no. you? No, So if you were talking to somebody going through the similar experience now, what I'd just what say, would... crack on, do what you can to get rid of him. If it's making your life unpleasant, yeah. don't put up with it. Report it. Yeah, straight yeah, away. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He won't go, no way were he going to change, what I No. Never. No. I don't think he could. No. Well, he'd been hospitalised three times. I think, I even, I think mm. if he really, really wanted to, he couldn't. I don't think yeah. he could physically. I don't think he could do anything about his situation and his need for his drugs. Yeah. If somebody was, you, you say you weren't very frightened, but you were sort of, you're frightened of retaliation, you're frightened of the strangers, you're frightened of the crime mm. going on. Mm. Is anything, if someone else is suffering that from that now, experiencing that now, what would you say to them? Would you say, what would you say to them? How to, so how so to as, so just still report it. And at the same time, make everybody aware, especially the police, that you've been yeah. threatened. Yeah. And then at least, when one morning you don't wake up and you've got a knife in your back, they'll know who's done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and one more question. No, that's true. I bet you wish you never invited me, don't what, you? <laughs> what, what was one thing that Yorkshire Housing got right? What well, was... One thing that we got right, I'll, let, I'll, I'll ask you what we didn't get right, but what was... Well, I think what was you got it all right eventually. And I think if you'd had a lot more help from us, like, you'd have probably got it done a lot quicker. I know you couldn't do anything without all the statements that you got, so I think the onus were on us, really, to do it quicker. And one thing we could have done better, what could we do better in the future, if there's anything? Talk to you more, keep you better informed. Are you okay oh, on that? No, because I think where that's concerned, I think Melissa did a brilliant job. Mm. Yeah. She always let us know what we're happening. Yeah. Always asking us for information as well. What yeah. else has happened? Yeah. What you know? Write it all down. We we need to know absolutely everything <coughs> you can think of. But probably keep, keep an open communication yeah, going all the time. One little incident on its own probably wouldn't have cut it, but. There were never just one little incident. It could be like 10 incidents on a daily basis. Mm. That's how bad it was. Mm. And trying to remember everything. It, it were hard, wasn't it? You it just, took it, you just over make notes to yourself all the time. Yeah, it just took over your life, didn't it? Yeah. You, you, once this started, it were like, write everything down. 
Yeah. Well, you could sit there all day, every day. Yeah, you could. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, continually writing because there was something happening yeah. all the time. Yeah. Day and night. And then, and when it's he, like I mean, a lot of time, he <laughs> did owe a lot of money out. So, and then were the probably <laughs> somewhat worse times because there were brain and kicking his windows and doors day and yeah. night and he wouldn't answer the door. Yeah. Because he knew that it were people wanting money off him. Mm. So... I think if, if people realised that housing associations or councils or police talk to them, they're there for to help. And it takes time, anything like this. But if they feel that they've not got the backing, the, you know what I mean? It, it, they feel they're in a vulnerable position. Mm. Um, Get out there and talk. Talk to people. Be interested in what's happening in community. At least you know you've got some backup. Do you know what I mean? It's all right, you know, if you ring somewhere and they say, oh, well, we'll, we'll see about it, or we'll... And then don't come for a fortnight, and you yeah. feel like you've got no backing, yeah. kind of thing. It's being taken seriously about it. Yeah. And as, as Pat has said, we had this from day one, from when he came, and he'd been there four years, hadn't he, Pat? Mm. I can't years. believe that nobody did it. Four no, years. To be honest. And we had this on a daily onslaught, mm. and, and nobody did anything because you just thought, what do we do? Yeah, but, but to be fair... it got so bad that we, you know, we to had be to fair, do yeah. didn't do anything, because for the first two years, we knew we were a drug addict. We knew there were drug dealers coming round, but he wasn't as bad. When he wasn't on it, he was quite intelligent and quite presentable. And he talked really nice. <laughs> but somewhere down the road, he just got worse, whether he was taking stuff that were more lethal, or I don't know, but it just got to a state where he didn't know what he was doing. It, it was like you were taking more, you know what I mean? And then things started to escalate and get out of control. I mean, he, he overdosed two times, he went to my knowledge, he went in hospital, nearly died. And then another time, he knocked on my door and um, he, he said, I need, I need some help. I said, what's wrong? He said, I've got this open wound and he pulled his trousers down and showed me. And it was like that, and it were a big, it had eaten right through his, his good leg because he started injecting his other leg. So he had to be hospitalised again. And they told him he'd finish up losing his leg. But it, it just, it, it got that there were more drug dealers coming, more of the big baddies from Bradford. And at first it was like done on a, a, a more quiet basis. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, you didn't hear it all the time in the night. But it just seemed to escalate and get worse to the point where it was annoying people. And that's when we all decided to get together and say, enough is enough, mm. you know. The only people I saw walking down Garden Path when I was on my sofa were a drug dealer. Yeah. Or I mean, shuffling from his wheelchair. There were that many coming down that pathway that even in summer, you were scared to leave your door open because oh, you didn't yeah, know who yeah. were coming down the path and whether they were going to come in and try and rob you or something like that. So that's when it got serious, um, after about two, two years, two and a half years, something like that. At first it was uh, 
everybody tried to help him. You know, he wanted we to get off it. Nice, we? Yeah, like he got invited to alt barbecues. All of us, all of us were you know, to it. We, we thought, well, he's, he's on his own, all this and all And that's the fatal mistake. Mm -hmm. Trying to make friends with a, a drug dealer, a drugger like that, who was so <laughs> bad that he's had a leg off through it. And he sponge every last drop he's, out he's, of your He sponges, yeah. he uses your kindness to get what he can. Well, he didn't know, did he, at the time? No, 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 no. no. Everybody benefited out, don't I think your yeah. point about not waiting, just, yeah. just reporting Definitely. as quickly yeah. as possible, yeah. um, is important, particularly yeah. how serious it got, it gets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's people all over putting up the drug addicts next door to him. It's, it's rife everywhere. And I love, do you know, I loved living there as well. I really did. I was getting my flat, just, just you, you, I loved it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And now we've got another one. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, Pat asked, yes, yeah, Right, well, yeah. can I just finish by saying thank you, just really thank you so much for your help. You know, it's, yeah. um, the awards are because we couldn't do it without you. It's an obvious thing to say, but we generally can't do any of this without you. Yeah. And your peers, your other, other tenants, other residents, are ones who chose this award, so chose you for the award. So I think they recognise too yeah. what you've done. So thank you very much.